Hey, stupid. Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Row Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I am your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. I have a slight disclaimer. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I am not for you. I'm not your reader, your interpreter, your guide, your astrologer, your numerologist, your astrologist. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Did I just put my spit on my face to get these corner crusties off? Yes. Did you hear it? Potentially. If you're watching the uncut version of my podcast on YouTube, then you saw it. (laughs) And no, I'm not going to cut that out. (laughs) Happy Friday. We fucking made it. We made it. Today is Friday, April the 22nd. It is the 112th day of the year. We have 254 days left this year. The moon is waning. It's about 21.1 days old and 61% full. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm going to leave that right there. Let me tell y'all. Yesterday, I talked about this a little bit. It felt so good to set these boundaries. And I talked about it yesterday a little bit, if you listen. Man, I feel fucking great. And I went and ate sushi yesterday. Set, reset, realign, reestablish whatever or however that looks to you. These boundaries. It's fucking rewarding. And it feels good. Also, I think it's great because we're having a waning half moon in Aquarius tomorrow to set these boundaries. That's going to sound weird when I edit it, but that's okay. The color of the day is pink. And we know that's about friendship, love, (sighs) nourishment, nurturement. What a nurturement? I don't know what that's word, but I'm going to go with it. Some great incense to burn today is jasmine, rose, and vanilla. Why jasmine? Because it's fucking... Jasmine's probably one of my favorite scents, if we're being honest. It smells so good. It tastes so good. But jasmine is also a natural, like, anti-inflammatory. But it also will inflame the fuck out of you. (laughs) Like, when my allergies be popping and be popping... But it's it's great, especially in the craft, especially like in spell work. It's great. We won't get into it too much today. Today we honor Venus, Aphrodite, and Freya. Keywords today are love, sex, 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 marriage. Fertility and friendship. T- 
today is a great day to potty train, wean, mow to slow growth, prune trees, and castrate farm animals. Same thing as yesterday. Today, the crystal of the day is fluorite, and it was picked by my friend, and I honestly um, sleep on fluorite a lot, and she picked it today, so shout out to you, Scorpio Max. Fluorite is great for all of your chakras. Okay, crown, third eye, throat, heart, solar plexus, sacral, and root. Um, we know that fluorite, and I think that's why I sleep on it often because I mainly use fluorite for my, um, when we are in retrograde. One thing that I love about fluorite is the color variety that it has. It can be purples and greens and all beautiful different things but it's great for retrogrades um, it's great for exercising in sports decisiveness balance clarity grounding cleansing sense of purpose self-discipline and the list goes on it is of the planet mercury um, it represents the zodiac signs Libra Capricorn Pisces it is element wind so the colors range from blue green colorless purple black yellow pink on the hardness scale it's about a four and a half to a six. So these are both fluorite. And um, if you're watching the live stream or you go back and watch it, you'll see it. These are both fluorite. And you always see how one of them is super teal and has blue and purples in it. Then we have this fluorite over here that has the purples and the whites and the yellows that it was talking about, even colorless in some points. But they're both fluorite and I love them both. And I love them both. Anyway. <sighs> fluoride is a calcium crystal that crystallizes and form in forms of masses cubes and crystals it was first referenced in 1530 due to the due to its important aid in flux production it's commonly occurring mineral with properties of veins and with properties of veins and deposits mainly found in south africa china mexico mongolia united kingdom United States, Canada, Tanzania, Rwanda, and Argentina. God, oh. Fluoride is a stone known for clarity and mental enhancement. Its ability to assist um, in clearing negative energy. Um, again, I use it definitely around the retrograde, and I am I program mine um, for that communication part, for that cleansing part, for that grounding part. Because remember, we should be programming our crystals we shouldn't just be out here raw dog in the world with them i mean you can like i did that for a while but then like i was like this doesn't feel right so then finally i was like i'm going to start giving these purposes and that's why but there's many different benefits from the fluorite um great for balancing mind versus 
I mean, excuse me, like thoughts versus reality as well. I fucking love this cube. Shout out to the Crystal Plug. Shameless plug. Make sure you head over to Crystal Pisces Studios. 90%, no, like 98% of the crystals that I show you, even including my mic stand, all come from Crystal Pisces Studio. I just don't trust anybody else if we're being completely honest. Have I had the opportunity to trust other people? Yes, but my crystal plug is better than yours. So make sure you head over to crystalpisces.com and I will link it in the show notes below. But I love this uh, fluorite cube. We have a card of the day today. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be using the Urban Tarot deck. I'm going to be using the Urban Tarot deck. I love this deck because it is, it doesn't use the traditional names. Some of the cards overlap, like some of the wands, like the page of wands overlaps sometimes into another card. Um, and harnesses both elements uh, in their depiction. Again, this is why I tell y'all bitches, make sure you're reading the guidebook. So this card is the I the Ion. I believe I'm saying that right. A-E-O-N. Aeon. Um in this deck it is the 20th card in the major arcana. So if you know, that is our judgment card. Um comes before the world. Or in this deck, the universe. And after I'm trying to see what it is in this deck. It's the sun in this deck. And it comes after the sun as well. Okay. Um, for me, the judgment card is about awakening, leveling up, ascending, um, almost being at that final step. Step. Almost being in that final step. <laughs> almost being in that final step of this part in your life or this lesson in your life or this um, moment of your fool's journey. And when I see this card, it's like, um, you're almost there. We're evolving. We're leveling up, but we got to do a little bit of shifting. We have to do a little bit of changing. So that's when I see that card. That's what I see. That's what I typically think. But as you know, I'm gonna read it from this motherfucking book. That Ion, I'm going to say Ion. And I'm going to say it confidently next time. The Ion is about seeing yourself and your life as part of a greater cycle of time. It's about looking at your place in history and trying to see yourself through the eyes of those who came before you and those who are yet to come. And many traditional tarot decks, the 20th card is called the Judgment card, and it shows an image of the dead rising from their graves on judgment day. The card is a call to take a look at what you have done with your time on this planet and ask yourself, how will you face your creator when the time is over? In this instance, I much prefer to see a to see time as a cycle that continues perhaps into infinity 
and we are judged not by the divine justice, but by what we leave behind for generations yet to come. I realized this card had to be about Ellis Island, where over 12 million people first came through our country, stepped onto the island. Stepping onto the island is very much like touching a piece of our own history. Chances are good that if you come to America or you're American, one of your ancestors stepped off that boat onto that shore, perhaps with nothing but their clothes on their back and a bag in their hands. The wall pictured here is an American immigration wall to honor a permanent monument on the island with a list of thousands of names inscribed across the steel plates. The section you see here is only a tiny fragment of the whole. The plates form a series of enormous centric rings on one side of the island. A couple of details on this card. This is one of the few times I've used photos of places that I'm depicting as the basis of something with texture. The names on the image, in fact, in the photo on the monument. If you zoom in, you can even read the names. What the fuck? The Freedom Tower is also in the background. You can see the immense silhouette of the of the tower still under construction at the time the piece was completed. Mm, the sidewalk texture is taken from a sample of the original wall preserved by Ellis Island Museum. God, oh, I got to zoom in on this motherfucker real quick and see if I can read some of them names. I'll be. You can, like, their actual names. I also, she didn't write this in the description. I'm trying for you guys to see it. But the reflection on the wall that we were talking about, that we were describing, um, you know, it's somebody modern time, and then in the reflection is somebody. Um, that was coming to Ellis Island with literally the bag in their hand. So again, it's about evolution. It's about growth. It's about being able to move forward and seeing what you're leaving behind. That's all for me today. Couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Thank you for listening. I fuck with you. Make sure you head over to witchbitchtorow.com to see everything that I have to offer. As you know. Hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is witch? And no, I do not sell owls, so stop asking.